Hi, my name is Ivanya Easley. This is the Closet Chronicles. I am the founder and CEO of Love E Fashion and Style by Love E. This podcast is all about sharing entrepreneurs' journey in this fashion retail e-commerce space. So we interview different guests every week, or sometimes it's just me, and we share our stories, tidbits of how we got into the industry, as well as what we can share to motivate you, inspire you, or give you advice. So today we have a special guest. I'm going to let you have it. Go ahead, introduce yourself, your company, and of course, start with your style story. Yeah, definitely. So thank you, uh, Ivanya, for in- inviting me to your podcast. Of course. So I am Ariana Edwards, uh, government name alert. I'm the founder <laughs> of uh, Vela Shoes. Um, and Vela is a business lifestyle shoe retailer for women with extended shoe sizes. Um, I'm a pretty tall woman, I would say myself. And um, I've had, I've wore double digit shoe sizes for the longest uh, since mm-hmm. school. And so I created um, a solution where uh, women who have a size larger than nine can get access to dress shoes to show up as a person that they want to be. So I um, love it. <laughs> now, um, of course, I was going to say, you know, because you gave us the short version of your story. As far as like, how did you come up with the name? What made you decide to do shoes versus anything else? Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, how long have you had it and what's been going on with it? Yeah, definitely. So the name um, was actually something that I think like the name is always the hardest thing for an yeah. entrepreneur to, <laughs> to think Most of. Definitely. You want it to be simplistic, but you want it to be current. Like you, your name is what you lead with. So um, I was pondering on it for a while, and Vela is actually short for available. Um, ah, cute. It, yes. So I think it stands behind the mission of uh, what we do. We're creating availability and not only shoe sizes, but fashion sense uh, for our uh, consumers, you know, um, who, who shops with us. So um yeah so that that's behind the name okay and then uh you mentioned something I said like what made you choose shoes over anything else because you know a lot of people they instantly always think of clothes or Mm. accessories but you don't see hats you don't see shoes or even handbags as much from new designers yes yes and that's 100 true and that I think that's really why I chose shoes like um I think the fashion industry has been doing such a good you know uh, a progressive job with including more inclusive models yes. or like um, plus size clothing, but okay, I got the, 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 the dress, I got the shirt, you know, I got the outfit, but like yeah. are the shoes like yeah. lacking at that part. And so, you know, digging into doing some research, I definitely did not have a footwear background. I come yes. from a background of um, studying entrepreneurship and operations and things like that. Um, and so when I was just researching, it was like, wow, there's majority men making the shoes and, yeah. and no one. And they don't even wear our shoes. <laughs> yeah. So that's like. Oh, well, you know what? Let me take that back. Some of them. I live in Atlanta. So. Yes. <laughs> yeah. We can't. Now it's some, some gender fluid. Like, yes. Yeah. Some, some of those things going on for sure. Um, but, you know, most of it has been led by men and, you know, really the structure of, um, a woman's foot is definitely different um, from men. And so I was just getting so like emotional about it because it was like, okay, well, what does that mean? If you yeah. don't even have what I have, you know, an extended shoe size, 
How can you relate? How can you make the perfect yeah. product for me? And then because you don't want to make the product, does that make me um, unattractive? And so yeah. um, I think growing up, that was like a um, something that I was dealing with, like insecurities in terms of my foot size and um, what was I deserving of? And so I was like, you know what? I got this entrepreneurship background. Like I got to make the business. I'm going to figure it out. So that's how it led to that point. I love it. Now, tell us a little bit about the shoes. What kind of shoes are they? Of course, where can we find them? Now, when I release the podcast, once we get the editing down, um, it'll go out next week. So we, of course, will tag you and the shoe line so that people who listen, um, as well as when we post in our stories, can see and check you out. Yeah, definitely. So um, we focus primarily on dress shoes. So I think that um, of course, within the market, we all, you know, women who wear larger than size nine, we're all not walking around barefoot. So we yes. definitely have some options out there, um, even though it's limited. But I would say one of the um, biggest gaps uh, within the footwear industry in general was dress shoes. Like, yes. what, what were we buying? How could we get access to things if you had an interview, a classy event, right? Like, I don't want just lifestyle shoes all the time. Yeah. I want something that I can depend on. And so, yeah. you know, we have a, a range of um, shoes, like from, you know, sling bags, right? Something mm-hmm. that you can wear comfortable within the office. And then um, also, you know, strappy sandals to where you yes. can transition and, you know, maybe go to brunch and still yes. uh, dress it up and come as yourself. Yeah. Um, and then pumps, of course, the classic pumps. So yeah. that's what we specialize in. And uh, yeah, you can find us on VelaShoes.com. That's V-A-I-L-A Shoes.com. And that's where the action happens. And we're also Vela Shoes on all platforms, but we're mainly like bread and butter is Instagram and TikTok. So awesome. Love that. Love that. Now, of course, let's switch a little bit to the business side, which of course is always my favorite side. Yeah. The intro keys of business. I mean, because we, of course, get caught up in, you know, styles and colors and all of the creative things that come with being in the creative business. But it's like behind the scenes, scratching the surface on, well, how do companies get to that success level? What are they doing? It's more than just (laughs) the cute clothes. So since you got into business, I think what a question I like to ask is like, what do you think has been the biggest learning curve or maybe the biggest lessons you've learned thus far? Because it never stops learning. (laughs) <laughs> yeah yeah that's one thing um yeah you as an entrepreneur i mean it's all cool and dandy um but like you're never you never stop learning like it's always opportunities to learn and i think the biggest learning curve is for me was like i mentioned earlier like i did not have a fashion background a footwear yeah. background like i was just my ideal customer i had the problem and Yes. I was searching for a way to solve me and like 16 other mil- millions actually yes. worldwide, um, millions of women's problem. And so uh, when I got into the industry, it was a sense of first, uh, like the product, like what are you going to make the product? Are you going to, um, you know, create a marketplace? Because there is a need for access to shoes, you yeah. know, availability, um, but how are you going to bring that to your customers? And so... Uh, when I first dug into it, it was like, oh, my gosh, tech packs and uh, this and that and manufacturers. But how do I get in contact with the manufacturers? And, yeah. um, you know, so a lot of it was in the beginning, me searching for a co-founder, couldn't find a co-founder. And so mm-hmm. it was like I had to be uh, the person that I was missing. I, I had to yeah. 
courses, right? Like I'm still, I'm taking a fashion technology course as well. So like, yes. I'm still learning. And um, it's funny you say that. Cause I spoke to a STEM program today about fashion and tech. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's, the, that's the next, <laughs> the next big thing. Like all fashion companies need to hop on it. Like that is yeah. almost like, like meta, right? Yeah. Like, not, yes. Like, uh, yeah. The metaverse. Yes. Slash Facebook. Yes. All of that. Um, it's something, it's so new. I, I still need to learn about that too. But um, Girl, um, they dressing avatars now instead yeah. of people. I, I'm just, I'm still trying to wrap my head around it because I mean, right now I'm still dressing real life people. Uh, right. Not that I'm opposed to dressing avatars, but I have, I'm like, I'm still trying to mark the regular humans and not yeah. the avatars. So uh, maybe I could do a two for one. If uh, my clients started to get avatars, they want me to dress them, then I can dress them and they avatar. Girl, I don't know. Yeah, it's something. It's interesting for sure. So it's, it's so interesting. Like I, and I mean, they say this is the next big thing. So you know, of course, I'm definitely yeah. gonna keep my a watchful eye. But at the end of the day, it's like it, we're still human, you know. Yes, like, it, and we still have to wear real clothes and real shoes to go yes. out. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. My thing uh, is, it's kind of yeah. like if we was in almost like one of those apocalypse movies, like I Am Legend or something, where like everybody had to go on lockdown and we all yes. were gonna be underground. And the only way we were communicating with everybody outside of our ground was, you know, through online. Then yes, it would make mm -hmm. sense. But to me, right now, it's like I barely got time to be here in real life, let alone trying right. to be an <laughs> avatar online dressing her too. Listen, I'm telling you, like, talk about being present because that's yes. something I'm working on as well. Like, being present, like, yeah. Uh, and I think that kind of leans into some of the lessons, you know, kind of that I learned as well. Uh, within um, this whole journey of you know, building Bayless, like, you'll never be a hundred percent ready, never will be a hundred percent ready for what you're about to do. Yeah. Like, so just do it. Like, I think, yeah, it, it's beauty in waking up, taking it one day at a time, yeah. just progressing and just learning it and giving yourself grace, you know, cause you can, you can think so much, oh my gosh, I want to build a business. I want to do this. Oh my gosh. I don't have X, Y, Z. You get overwhelmed and you never move, but when yeah. you move, you get so many opportunities and so many things coming your way, but you have to move. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Awesome. Now, do you feel like you've had to adjust any or pivot because of the pandemic? Or not really because you were starting kind of at the beginning during the pandemic. Because I know a lot of people that had businesses before the pandemic is kind of like we have the mm -hmm. before pandemic and after pandemic and how our business is either the same, not the same, or what adjustments and changes we've made. Definitely. Oh, definitely. Um, because I was building I was building Vela during the pandemic. Okay. So I started um uh, like all the the basic concepts and everything in about October of 2020. Mm -hmm. And um, it was something, you know, I think for everybody, supply chain is just, it's just crazy right yeah, now. Yeah, it really is. Like you just, just ridiculous. <laughs> um, and so when I first started, I would, I would bounce back and forth between marketplace, marketplace or brand, like marketplace yeah. or brand, like what am I going to do? Like it's yeah. pros and cons within both, you know, like, yeah. Hey, do you want to bring a product into the pandemic? But are you willing to wait that? you know, two to three months to get, get the product there. Yeah. You have that inventory assortment management system, or if it's a marketplace, like, you know, what if they're the people on your marketplace, they're having inventory supply chain issues. How are you going to sustain yourself? Yeah. So it was, it was something that was definitely 
kind of, I was I was bouncing back and forth for a couple of months on exactly what would serve as the best purpose for my customers and also yeah. what was feasible. So that makes sense. That makes sense. Now that you know we're in what year two of the pandemic and this is kind yeah. of our new way of life, so to speak. <laughs> um, do you feel like uh, how you're running your business now is how you would have ran it before the pandemic? As far as like the systems maybe you've implemented or even being more on social media or being more online versus uh, in person <laughs> or doing pop-up shops. Because I know like example, a lot of designers I know pre-pandemic, they were doing like pop-up shops all the time and events. And right. that's how they was really moving their product. And then when the pandemic happened, they found out they really could move stuff online. And some of them haven't even went back to doing events in person anymore or not as many because they realized right. They could move it online, and I guess before they never even tried because they were so used to doing it a certain way. Definitely, no, yeah, definitely. I think it's like it's certain things that I would would have like kept the same in terms of what I did when I was building uh, Vela. Um, in terms of like the online presence, like for yes. sure. Like I think that I mean I'm you know not too not too old myself I'm you know 2023 so like I've yeah. grown up in a digital you know presence yeah. and shopped online so it was kind of easy for me to do that yeah um but I think uh, man yeah well you know thinking back to it when, when I said I didn't have a you know fashion background like mm -hmm. when I'm trying to learn or anybody is trying to learn an industry you kind of get the lay of the land of what other people are doing within the industry so I feel like I've before the pandemic, like, yeah, I definitely would have been at the pop-up shops. Like, I would have, yeah. um, you know, hustled any way that I can within person to get where I, where I need to go. But I think that the pandemic just really opened up some eyes in terms of the value and what's the most, the smart way to yes. reach your customers. The most, less expensive way. Because yeah. pop-up shops are very expensive if your target customer is not there. So Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I love that. And then I would say what are, and I would ask people, cause it depends on their preference of learning. Like what are, you know, three podcasts, three books or three movies that you would recommend for anybody wanting to get into the industry from your perspective, like doing shoes or doing something not non-traditional. I mean, of course we all wear shoes, but it just seems like so many people get in the space and they immediately just do clothes or accessories. So I love that you're doing shoes and just, mm -hmm. um, a niche more niche market by doing shoes versus fashion because shoes is their own thing outside of fashion they complement fashion but it's not like they're like clothes they complement the clothes that we wear so i love that so that's why i would say what are three books three podcasts or three movies and if you got all categories then you can give them all but i say all three just because everybody has a different medium they like to learn from yeah so true so true i think um shoot in terms of like, I know it's like it's, it's making me seem like sometimes it'd be like when you put people on the spot. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> Look, all, all good. Should I, I better be like I said I'm a learner, right? Mm -hmm. um, but I would say I would say most of my learnings kind of within the fashion industry kind of came from mentors within the industry already. Yes. yes. Um. So I think that some of the the media that I was consuming was almost as in like what qualities needed to be built to go into this industry, if that makes sense. So it wasn't yes. necessarily like heavy shoes. Um, mm -hmm. And so, you know, of course, within any fashion industry, I think that it is important to 
learn how to connect with a consumer before yeah. anything else, right? Like yeah. you have to, I mean, selling, you know, having products is the baseline. You need to have a connection. You need, you need to really relate to somebody's problems and what they are, because that's what leads with selling, right? Yes. Like, so I think that one of the books that um, I really love is, that helped me along the, the process is, actually personality plus um, okay i would say it, it is by it's like florence latoll um okay. and he, that book was probably one of the the best influential books because it kind of it helped you learn who you are it helped you to be present like we mentioned earlier and it yes. also helped you learn what type of personality type am i and when i walk into a room and there's this personality type how can I connect the, in the best way mm-hmm. to really get make that connection and, and, and get not necessarily what I want, but yes. just get to the goal of what what needs needs to be done? Because I think it, it's important. Like, yes, if you can't connect with somebody, I mean, that's it. It doesn't matter how great you are, what yeah. what what attributes you have. It is something about human connection. So I love that book. Ah, um, okay, I'm gonna have to yes. check it out. Yes. Um, also, another book, How to Win Friends and Influence People. Um, I I've got that one. Yes. A lot of people, that is just golden. I think that's like on every every podcast, every, that's yeah. that book. So not much uh, needed to say there. Um, but I would say one, um, and this is crazy, this last this last answer. Um, but I've been, of course, consuming Netflix. Sometimes you just need to take yes. a little break. Um, but there's this series on Netflix it's called the Ozark, and I oh, I love the Ozark. I'm waiting on the second part to come back. Yes, April 29th, like it's on. It's oh, girl, on. I was checking it because I was gonna check it after we finish when I get in the bed and veg out for the rest of the night. I was like, I know Ozark come back this month. Let me check the date. I was gonna check the dates again when I got in the bed. Yes, because I couldn't remember. I just knew it was April. <laughs> yes, but I think like whenever I if it's a show, it got to be a good show. So like yes. It, even though it's about you know cartel and you know stuff yes. like that, I think it really puts you. In yes, please tell me what you learned from that for the business, so I can yes. maybe uh, <laughs> it, it'll be like you know what that's like. I hadn't put that correlation together. I like sure. that because I just like the show in general because I like smart shows like require yes. you to like think. I mean, yeah, there are um, cartel and drug dealing, but and laundering money, but it was like you have mm-hmm. to be smart to be able to do that because that's running a yes. business. It's illegal, but they're still running a profitable business and having yes. to do it in a way that one keeps them out of jail as well as keep them alive. A hundred percent. And you know, like it's even about relationships and yes. like thinking forward. Like I, my decision, and it, it really teaches you like the quality of decision is the, yeah. is the quality of your business. You got to be able to make the right decision at a, in a timely manner. Yeah. And the things that if nobody has seen a show, the things that, these the main characters have had to accomplish just to get yeah. the next step like and just to grow the business bigger like I think it just kind of gets you in the mindset of that entrepreneur that hunger that grind mode like it's this or nothing so I love Ozark um you know we got a chance to watch it you know yes just, just think of how it relates to business you're gonna be like you know that is right. <laughs> I like that you said something unconventional, but I know I was talking with another guest and we said the same thing about inventing Anna on Netflix. Oh, yes. Because the main thing is that confidence 
that she had to be like, yeah, so I need 40 million to do this art and da 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 at the best address with the best chef with the best architect. Like, it was just really, especially for a woman, um, Mm -hmm. because women don't tend to be that bold or that confident in what they want, even though she was scamming. It was just like (laughs) she had the confidence to even try people like that, right? Like, what. And then to, to build that relationship, that takes skill. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. And it's based on an actual person that did this in real life. Like Ozark is completely fictional. I mean, I'm sure it's based on art imitate life imita- art imitating life. But right. And Vanny Anna, like she was a real person that just got out, and because she did that. Yeah, I didn't even know. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, and that's why I think they kept saying like uh, parts of this. This is a true story, or some of it trying to give the disclaimer because they wasn't doing exactly factual but yeah she just got out (laughs) wow (laughs) and probably about to try to do something else from what i understand (laughs) hey but now everybody knows but she probably well she called herself she trying to do it legit but basically at this point she still (laughs) wanted to do what she was trying to do originally but now she'll have to like everybody knows you're not an heiress so you're gonna have to just get people that want to invest not thinking you already was rich right facts back i love that yes yeah yeah exactly well i thank you again for your time thank you for sharing of course i i want to just end it with of course you say it again where people can find you and then of course one last tidbit of advice that you'll give because you gave us some resources to check out but what's one last piece of advice that you would give someone in this space and on this journey just like you and me Mm. Ooh, one one good piece of advice. Um, I think it, I think it, it sounds so cliche because this <laughs> no no that's so weird. cliche. But I think that um, this is just this is not the season to hold back on anything and yeah. literally just just go for it. Just send yeah. the message. Like just just do it. I think a lot of times we get in our head. Yeah. Of, oh, well, this person is at this level. I don't know if I'm qualified. Like, I think yeah. that's just a thing that we do. Imposter like, syndrome, yeah. Yeah. But, like, if you don't ask, you you will never know what opportunities that you yeah. have. Yeah. Right? And I mean reaching out to CEOs, reaching out to the people who are in the seats to make decisions. Exactly. You, you will be surprised how much people will support you. So, yeah. I love it. I love it. Yeah, you you can't be scared of no and you never know what people are going to say so it's just best to open your mouth and shoot your shot in everything and everywhere. <laughs> yes. Because the worst I can say is no. Yes. And even <laughs> no might just mean not yet. Or, you know, the next opportunity or that may be a gateway to another opportunity. So it's just important to let the world and everyone know what it is that you want manifesting and putting that energy out there. Cause if you believe it in your mind and speak it out loud, you're already getting closer to making that a reality for you. hundred percent, hundred percent true. 100%. And I think that's a great place to end it again. Tell us where we can find you. Thank you again for having this conversation with me. And of course I'll tag you next week. So tell us one last time. Yeah, all good. Yeah, you can find us on at Vela Shoes, V-A-I-L-A Shoes on Instagram and um, TikTok. And then also, if you want to shop, you wear a size um, nine and up. We go up to 14. 
um, go to VelaShoes.com and we'll be able to help you. <laughs> awesome. I love it. I hope you have a wonderful weekend. And of course, we'll be chatting soon as always. I'm here if you need me. And again, thank you. Of course. Thank okay. you so much, Ivania. Oh, look, and thank you for your patience all day for as long as it took for us to get this. <laughs> Look, all good. It's all been good. a day. Everything just got longer and longer. So, yeah. <laughs> all good. It's all right. All good. So Thank you. Nap. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. Bye-bye. <laughs>